Hilchis Nesiris Kapayim, the laws of the raising of the hands, referring to the Kahanim blessing the people, which they must do with their hands raised. Perik Abba Usr, chapter 14. Even though this is the first Perik of Hilchis Nesiris Kapayim, it's called chapter 14 because it comes in the same section as Hilchis Tefillah, which finished off with chapter 13. Halacha Aleph, Bishachis in the morning, Tefillah, and the Musaf prayer over the Elah, and in the afternoon prayer right before the sunset on certain fast days. Today, generally only done on Yom Kippur. The Kahanim raised their hands, meaning, meaning they, they blessed the people. However, in the Mincha prayer, there is no blessing of the Kahanim. Because at Mincha time already, everyone has already had their uh, daily meal, at least one daily meal. Therefore, perhaps the Kahanim drank wine in their daily meal. Uh... uh Wine being the common state, uh, common most uh, basic beverage in that time. Kain, who is intoxicated, is forbidden to bless the people, just like he's forbidden to work in the base of Migdash. Even the day of a fast day when no one's eating or drinking, there's no Birchas Kahanim at Mincha time. If we do Birchas Kahanim on a fast day, we might do Birchas Kahanim at a Mincha on a regular day, which is a problem. Halacha base, medvo, more when it's a supply that you cannot do birchas kahanim at mincha time, betanis mispalin, even if it's a fast day, betanis mispalin, mincha no ilah. A fast day where there's mincha, which earlier in the afternoon, and the which is right before sunset. Game same kippur, vatanis sibur, for example, on the kippur, or a public fast day, which is for a contemporary problem of distress, like if there's no rain, for example. However, a fast day where there's no Ni'ila, like Tishabah of the 17th of Tammuz, which are fast days to commemorate episodes that happened in our history, since there's no Ni'ila, and the Mincha prayer is usually for whatever reason on, on those days done, not at the earliest opportunity, but late in the day, right before sunset, that Mincha prayer more resembles Ni'ila, then it does a mincha of a regular day. It will not be confused with mincha of a regular day. And therefore, you do, uh, the Kahanim do bless the people on the, the, in those mincha prayers of the fast days. The Kahanim who transgresses and goes up to Duchin, to, 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 uh, to the, the uh, literally means the platform, it refers to where the Kahanim st- stand to bless the people in the Shul, or even the Besamekdash, perhaps, as we'll see. Uh, possibly on mincha of a day where there is no like him, like him kipper, even though he's not supposed to. Since it's known, there's no one's eating or drinking on Yom Kippur. We let him uh, once he goes up. We let him bless the people. We don't make him go down because there's a consideration of uh, suspicion. People will say, well, maybe the reason why he went down is because he's not a legitimate client. And people will not will say that about his children and say that'll be a whole problem. Therefore, once he goes up, we let him stay. So the Rambam basically tells us in Halacha Aleph, just just backtracking, that there's a biblical obligation every day for the kind of the best of the people. It's midarabanon apparently that it be done not just once a day but every tefillah. Halacha Gimel. What is the order how the Kahanim bless the people outside the Beis Begvul literally means the boundaries and the borders. It means it means within the borders of Eretz Yisrael, for that matter. Anywhere, uh, well, yes, in Eretz, in Eretz Yisrael, uh, or in general, for that matter, anywhere in the world uh, outside the Beis Hamikdash. In this case, uh, and again, the the the, the custom among Ashkenazi Jews is uh, not to have Berachas Kahanim except on Yom Tif because it has to be done with the Kohanim in a good spirit. And we don't know for sure if he's in a good spirit any other day of the year. Um, the Baltanya did want to institute Birchas uh, Kahanim um, uh, every day of the year, um, certainly on Shabbosim, 
Uh, however, ultimately, that was, we, he was not successful. In any event, uh, what is the procedure uh, as the Berchus Kahanim outside the Bismigdash? When the, the Chazan reaches the Brach of Ritzay, Shem Ritzay, when he says Ritzay, Kol Kahanim Imdim Vesakneses, all the Kahanim stand up in the Shul, Nekin Rim Kaiman, they upper themselves in their place. In other words, they begin to move away from their regular seats, and they move towards and they go up to the Duchan, to the platform which they stand. If there's no platform, they just stand in front of the Kedush. They stand there facing the Aaron uh, Kodesh, their backs to the, to the congregation, and their fingers uh, bent into their palms. It doesn't have to be that way, but they don't, they don't have to stretch their fingers out in any, in any special way yet. Until the Chazan finishes the Brachavidah, then they turn around towards the people, they stretch out their fingers, and they raise their hands towards their uh, corresponding to their face, uh, or they lift up their hands with shoulder height. They begin to the Pasuk uh, reads it to them word for word and they repeat and they answer they repeat Shemar says say to them they have, you have to say to them the, uh, the, the, the words they have to respond so the Chaz says etc when they finish the first Pasuk all the people answer Amen then the Chaz again repeats the second Pasuk to them word for word and the people and they respond word for word until they finish the second Pasuk and all the people answer Amen the same procedure is done for the third Pasuk when the Kana finished the three Pesukim, the Chazin begins the final Brach of Shemesh, then the Kahanim turn their faces back towards the Kedesh, and they uh, collect their fingers, they bend their fingers again as is normal if they want, and they stand there on the same platform until the Chazin finishes and after which they go back to their place. The reader, in this case the Chazin, is not allowed to uh, to the call to the Kahanim, uh, which presumably refers to the first bracha of Yivrachacha, until the congregation finishes asking Amen to the bracha of, which, which the Kahanim make before blessing the people, which we'll say exactly what it is soon. And the Kahanim and the Kahanim are not allowed to begin to the, the bracha, to say Yivrecha, till the reader, the Chazin, finishes saying Yivrecha to them. The congregation should not say Amen until the Kahanim finish pronouncing the bracha, the last word. For example, Yivrecha Hashem Vishmerecha. When they finish pronouncing Yivrecha, then the Tibur can answer Amen, or should answer Amen. And the Kahanim should not, start, not begin the second bracha. Of Yoyer, for example, until the the congregation finishes saying Amen. The Chazin, who's reading to them, uh, should not uh, answer Amen as is everyone else as everyone else does. Maybe he'll get confused. He doesn't know which brach he's supposed to start next. Is it uh, Yoyer Hashem or Yisa Hashem? In Pasuk Sheni, Pasuk Shishi, he's not going to know which one it is. Therefore, he should not say Amen. The Kahanim should not turn their faces back towards the Aaron Kedesh, away from the people, until the Chazin starts the final bracha of Shemin Esrei. 
leave their place to go back to their regular davening places. They can't leave, you know, from in front of their kodesh till the chazan finishes shim shalom. They're not allowed to unbend their fingers until they uh, the uh, uh, they turn their faces away from people completely. This is probably a misprint because the Gemara attributes this to Rebbechem and Zakai, who lived uh, long after Ezra, the generation of the Chorban. Uh, it's and The Kahanim should not go up to the uh, the platform wearing shoes. Rather, they should stand barefoot. Similarly, the people should not look at the Kahanim when they're blessing the people. So the people should not, again, look at the Kahanim and think about, the, about, the, about that Kayin, about the, whatever conversation they had the other day. It's going to distract them from the actual Bracha. And the Kolom is the Bracha. Rather, all the people should be uh, uh, paying their, their attention to the Bracha itself. But physically, their faces should be facing the Kahanim. But don't look, they don't look at their faces. So they should be facing them, standing in that direction. But not actually looking at them. Perhaps looking at the ground would be best, as uh, the Kahanim should do. But in any event, they should not look at the Kahanim, they should not gaze at them with their eyes. If the Kayin, if there's only one Kayin blessing the people, he starts by himself. And the Chazin reads for him, uh, uh, reads word for word, as we explain. So apparently, the first word of Yivrechacha. He says on his own, uh, but uh, from from but but Hashem's name and onward, that's something that the that the Chazin reads to him word for word. Um, if it was two kind of more than then the Kahanim should not begin uh, until they are invited to do so, so to speak, by the uh, by the Chazin, but who he announces it by saying Kahanim. They respond by saying and then uh, they, 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 he, he reads them word for word as we described. So, uh, so if there's if there's only one kain, then as soon as uh, the chazan finishes, the chazan uh, the the, the, the kain begins or else we see something he actually says a bracha beforehand, then he says and then after he says the word Yerechacha, the Chazin uh, 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 prompts him word for word. If there's two Kayhanim, they have to wait till the Chazin says Kayhanim, and then they answer Yerechacha in response to him saying Kayhanim, and then again the uh, the Chazin uh, prompts him word for word. Halacha test. What does it say? That, that's, that's in the Shul. What does the say of the Kayhanim blessing the people of Mikdash? The Kahanim go up to the Dukhan, which is a platform that's, that uh, divided the Ezra's Yisrael from the Ezra's Kahanim, about 11 Amas into the Azura when coming in from the east. Uh, this is problematic because elsewhere the Ramam says the Kahanim actually stood on the steps of the Beis Amidish itself, as he says at the end of this halacha. So, uh, the Mepharshim talk about this. It's possible the Ramam um, is referring to um, if there was a Kayan, for example, who could not actually stand. 
on the base of the steps because he had a, he had a, he had, a, he had a deformity of mum, they would stand on the, on the duchan. Uh, but in any event, uh, so the kanim, what does it say to this? Because the kanim would stand on, on the duchan, whatever platform it was, the steps of the bismigdash. After the kanim would finish the morning daily uh, carbon. Um, and they would pick their hands up above their heads. In the show, we said earlier that they pick their hands up shoulder height. Here it says they pick their hands up above their head. Their fingers are outstretched, with the exception of the Kayin He would not pick his hands up higher than his forehead where the special golden plate called the Tzitz was. Because it had Hashem's name on it, and was not respectful to pick his hands up higher than it. And one individual, doesn't say who, would read to them, presumably a non kain would read to them word for word, as is done outside of the Besamekdash, until all three Pesukim are finished. The people do not answer Amen after each Pesuk, as they do in the regular shuls. All three Pesukim become one long bracha, when they all finish, when they finish all three, the people respond, Blessed be Hashem, the God of the Jewish people, forever and ever. Uh, it's possible that they would answer Baruch Shem Kven Mochsonim Void at a certain point um, uh, during during the Shem's name being recited during the actual bracha, but at the end of the of the uh, at the of the bracha when the Chazan would say Yosem Chasholim, when the Chazan would say Yosem Chasholim, they would say Baruch Hashem Lekim Lekei Yisrael and Elamat Elam. Lach Yud, very much Hashem Kachsave. The Beis Hamidrash say Hashem's name as it is written. Yud Kivavke. That is Hashem's name that is written. That's the Shem Hamafersh, the explicit name that's referred to in all all places, all texts. However, out of the Bismillah, it said in its uh, uh, nickname, so to speak, um, as is Vuhu Aleph Dalid, which is Adonai. Because you only read the pronounce Hashem's name as it's actually written in the Beis Hamikdash itself. When Shimon Tzadik, who was the final uh, last surviving member of the Anshik Nesa Gedela, who was a Kohen Gadol, when he passed away, he stopped using the Shem Mefarish even if it's because they were worried that because when he, when he passed away the, gen, the general quality the spiritual quality of the Jewish people declined they were worried about somebody who was unworthy uh, you, lear, lear, learning that name uh, and using it for, uh, for, for uh, the power or, or for uh, inappropriate purposes or even the very fact that somebody who's not of spiritual stature should know that name is not appropriate uh, the Chachamim uh, would not teach this name uh, to the even even to the worthy students uh, and shul, and you know the disciples. Only once every seven years. All this was a, was a attribution of greatness and holiness to this special name. The Alman writes elsewhere in the Merdeh Vuchim that uh, when they're teaching this uh, name would not just mean how to pronounce it, but it meant also all the spiritual representations of the name. The uh, Kabbalah and Chassidus behind the, behind the, what the name means. Halach Yidalef. Ein pirchazikanev in Eves b'chalosh m'chamakam al-chadosh kedosh. Pirchazikanev must be done in Hebrew, the original text. Shenem Mar, it says, Kaysavarachas meyesol, so shri bas Jewish people. Kach lam piyashmua meyashabeinu, so this is what we learned out, even though there's no 
the implication in the, in the text per se, we learned by tradition of Moshe Rabbeinu, this is what it means, of Hashem, blessed be his, uh, may he rest in peace. Standing up. With raised hands. Face to face. In a audible voice. Not too, not too loud, but in an audible voice. Using the Hashem's explicit name. Provided that this is in the Vesem Mikdash. As we said, out of the Vesem Mikdash, the did not use the Shem of Mikdash. May not add a bracha to these three psukim. For example, Hashem the case the God of your forefathers should add to you thousandfold. That's a blessing, but you're not allowed to add to the blessings of the Kahanim. Neither loud nor silently. it says, you may not add to the Tera. Adding to the Tera, for example, uh uh, adding a fifth species with the Dalad Minim on Sukkot is also over here. You're adding to the brachas. Is that not allowed? When any kain goes up to the podium, when he, when he uh, begins to go up there, he says, that this blessing you command us to bless your Jewish people, your, your people, uh, Israel, should be a complete bracha. But there should be no obstacles for oven or sin in it from now and forever before the Kayan turns around from the from the uh, facing the Aaron Kadesh to face the people and bless them he makes the following bracha who has sanctified us the holiness of Aaron in addition to the regular holiness of the Jewish people they have a special holiness of Aaron command us to bless his people Israel with love then he turns around, faces the community, and begins to bless them. When he finishes, when he finishes, he puts, turns his face around back to the, from the congregation back to the Arankadesh, and he finishes, he says, he says, We have done what you decreed upon us. Do with us as you promised us. Gaze down from your abode in heaven. Bless your people of Israel. Asking Hashem to make the blessing take effect. When the Kahanim turn around to bless the people, and they turn around from blessing the people back to the Arkadesh, they should only do, do so turning towards the right. So each 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 rotation, each half rotation, always always be going to the right side. Any time a person in any kind of turn, they should always be towards the right. Halacha, you are Dalit. Um, it's interesting to note that when we turn around to say we make an exception and we turn to the uh, we turn towards the left okay in the base of Migdash they would bless the Kana would bless the people one time during the day after the morning daily sacrifice um, there are Makaris in the in the, in the Gemara or the, in Tosefta which seems that it was done after the afternoon sacrifice Drama says it was only done after the morning sacrifice. That's how he paskins. Um, after the morning sacrifice, the, the Kainim come, they stand on the steps to the uh, the entranceway to the main base of English building, and they bless the people. As we said, here the Ram Taka says, the Ulam, not the Duchan, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, the steps to the Ulam, rather. Uh, so in other words, uh, that's a difference of about... Uh, uh, 
50 or 60 Amish or so, whether you're talking about 10 Amish close to the uh, entrance of the Azara, which is where the Duchen was, or the steps leading up to the actual base of this building, which is on the uh, opposite side of the Azara, probably about 100 Amish or so away. However, out of this Amigdash, they bless the people after every single prayer, except for Menachah, as we said. Whenever possible, we try that the person who's going to read the bracha to them and whom they repeat after, in this case, the chazin or the, the reader in this Amigdash, the person who says to them, uh, they repeat, should be a non kayin it says you saw. I guess probably Levi as well is good enough, but it's it, uh, a non-kayish. Emmer it says, "Emelahem say to them, bechalal she'ena makramahem," that the person who uh, is reading to them is not one of them. Is not a kahan. Is not a kayin. Even though a simple translation of emelahem is what the kahanim should say to the people, but we learn from that word that they that they should they should be read to and they should repeat after someone else. That someone else should be lahem them, someone who is not a kayin.